You're listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility. Kia ora, I'm Anu White, the facilitator of Core Education, and I'm joined by Alana King, who is also a facilitator of Core Education and a Google certified teacher. So Google Apps of Education, I've gone Google Apps of Education, I'm using it in my practice, my professional practice, and also in my classroom practice as well. One of the things that I've noticed when talking to teachers, and uh, I guess the real, I suppose the the part that's getting them engaged, and when I say them, we're talking about teachers and their students, and even perhaps outside of the classroom as well, is the whole collaborative nature of them as well. So a great example I've seen in the school with the uh, collaborative nature is teachers planning. So beforehand, it might be quite the solo, uh, siloed practice where teachers were just doing their own planning, but now with modern learning practice and uh, pedagogy, there's a lot of collaborative planning happening. So uh, teachers are getting together, they're on the same doc, the same Google doc, and they'll be able to share at the same time, add comments and so on, and it's just really been a lot more efficient as well. That's just one relationship you've seen with the collaborative. Also, taking that the knowledge, the skills and the opportunities they see within the teacher-to-teacher kind of relationship, they're moving that all across to the classroom as well. So teachers, instead of just getting their students to do a Word doc, now with Google Apps for Education and for Google Docs, there's that whole collaborative nature with students doing some work and at the same time that kind of real time that live happening as it happens teachers can jump in they can watch their students do their work uh, they can provide feedback at the same time as well and also the next relationship is of course the students and students and then be able to collaborate uh, work at the same time on the same doc and that group stuff as well Atlanta I guess oh. one of the things I really like I've talked a lot about the collaboration I've seen a lot of examples in the practice but if we use Google Docs or Google Drive as an example, I've talked about how you can do that kind of ubiquitous learning, same time, any time, any place as well. Uh, what are some of the other features that Google has as well? Once you sign up to a Google Apps account, mm-hmm. then as a school you get more control over, over what apps that might be available f- for students to use in particular. So, like, for little kids you might just have... They might just have access to Google Docs and and that's it, mm-hmm. without without a Gmail. You know, like that would be the the main benefit I see in in using Google Apps particularly. But then there's the other features within the Google Docs that adds to the experience. For example, commenting on on Google Docs. That that when I first started making Docs, that I would write in the actual body of the document and and suggest changes for children. Yes. I did notice that the children would make the changes and then delete my feedback because it was their document. Sort of, and I like the fact that you can leave a comment or now with a new editing feature, mm. suggest comments so you're not defiling their work, that the ownership still belongs with the student, which I, I really like. Um, I like the, the new things in there, like researching, researching for quotes and photos and just general research within the doc. There's no sort of going to a different place. I find that really powerful. And the new add-on. Every time I look, there seems to be new Google Doc add-ons, my favourite being the text highlight to take all the main ideas of a text together, and it makes creates a new document uh, from that with the highlights on. Those sort of things, I mm. think, are really powerful for, for all kinds of learning. Exactly. And just take your point about those kind of extra features about the commenting as well. I guess it makes it real authentic. So, for example, if you've got commenting, you say the previous time it might be just that the you'd write in the body of the text, the students will come in, yep, they'll take that, they'll wipe out what they had in there before, and that kind of dialogue that what you had between the student and the teacher where you want to go back and see what it was, and also with the te- uh, the students can go back and kind of reflect on where they've come in the process as well. If they jump in the old way, 
before Google Docs, they might just see their final work. But now with Google Docs and the commenting there, they can see the, the progression that they've made as well. And for me, I guess when I look at writing and sharing work and even creating work, the real power for me is what is the audience and making it an authentic context as well. And if you were to share that, and with Google Docs you can, if you were to share it outside classroom, for example, the wider community, Fano, etc. If I was a parent and I jumped back into or got access to one of my students' piece of writing, I saw, yep, this is a final copy, but to the side I saw the teacher's comments as well, and perhaps the students made a comment as well. So I can see that kind of dialogue that the teacher and student have had as well. And that's something really powerful I've seen in the classroom as well, where mm. parents able to jump in not to see the final copy, so the pretty copy of their work, but also see the kind of the edits as well, and also to see There's that journey uh, along the way. Exactly, and see that uh, that the what talking, what discussion, that kind of learning talk that the teacher and the student have had as well, and the the parent can uh, join in on that as well and have those discussions as well. And it just adds that kind of context that or uh, that's this kind of real life uh, part to it as well. I think that the feedback mm-hmm. and the journey is so obvious in, in, in Google that you wouldn't get on a piece of paper even, you know, say. And it's there, it's sort of, it's solid, it's part of it. It's not something you're going to leave and miss out. Exactly, think. exactly. And I know we've talked a lot about, when we work with schools, we talk about, you know, the power of creating things and uh, perhaps just sitting there, but with Google Apps and the power to share it beyond the classroom, it really gives it that, that, that kind of authentic context that it's not just sitting there on someone's computer or on someone's Google Drive, it's actually got that audience and I know just with a lot of feedback and talking to uh, students themselves and to teachers and parents and saying hey the power is that actually it's not just sitting there, it can be shared and it doesn't have to be a snapshot at parent interviews time, it can be uh, mm. throughout the term as well and the, the teachers or the students might just say hey I'm going to share this home now or the parents want to say hey what, what are you doing in class today? Oh, I'll show you on my Google Drive, and they can just log in at home. They can show them the work that they're doing, and they might just have an example. Whereas previously, it might be stuck on the, up on the wall. It come. Uh, I know we've just had parent interviews, but parent interview time that they can just go in there, and it's a kind of it's that ongoing kind of dialogue that they can have as well. That sounds really good. To take it step forward, where would you go next? I always your own Gmail account. Yes. What would you do after that? After my own Gmail account. I think the next best step is to kind of look at what it can do with your own professional practice. So Gmail's, uh, you've got your own Gmail account. Email's a good place to start. But then kind of having a look at your own professional practice. And I, I guess that example I used at the start about how teachers, and this was the, the, the pathway that they took, they had their own Gmail accounts. Then they started looking at their own professional practice. And for them, the obvious was to look at, hey, what can we do with our planning? What can we do with our, across the staff? And then when they got used to the, uh, using Google Docs, using their calendars as well and their Gmail, they then were able to make that, I suppose, that easy transition or to make that kind of connection to with their classroom practice. Classroom mm. practice being with how they can use it within their classroom, how they could take the collaborative nature of Google Docs, the whole Google ecosystem as well, and use it within their practice to help empower their students as well. That's really good. Thanks for that, Anna. Now, Alana, just one last question, because I know you're uh, really good at uh, getting online and you've got a real strong professional learning community. If I was an educator and I wanted to introduce Google Apps for Education, I'm still got a lot of questions and I wanted some practical uh, examples. Where might you suggest? Well, on, on the virtual learning network, the VLN, there's a Google group, mm-hmm. uh, there's a Chromebook group, there's a um, Chrome users group. I think that there are Google Summit. We've just had one in New Zealand recently. They had a North and a South Island one. Mm-hmm. They would be good. Core does the Enable courses. Could work with the Learning with Digital Technologies facilitator, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, there's ULEARN coming up too, of course. There's lots of good workshops there. I'd also visit maybe you know local schools with that are running Google Apps. Yeah, exactly. To it's see it answer. in practice in a classroom, in a school. Yeah. Lots, lots of good places to learn from. Definitely plenty of opportunities out there. Thanks, Lena. Yeah. Right, thanks, Anare. Nice to talk with you. You've been listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility.